0: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. Outgoing Chief Executive Carrie Lam delivers a final report card to LegCo that she says she's not ashamed of. Hong Kong records a 20% spike in COVID infections and lawmakers pass the government's bill to abolish the MPF offsetting mechanism. Outgoing Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the most challenging time for Hong Kong since the handover had occurred during her five-year term. Speaking at her last question-and-answer session in LegCo, she talked of overcoming difficulties and handing in a report card with no regrets. Maggie Ho has more.
1: Carrie Lam told lawmakers that she's not ashamed of her report card for her term as chief executive. In fact, she believes it's a good ending to her 42 years of public service. This five years,
2: In the past five years, we have seen the biggest challenge for the SAR since reunification. The past five years were full of turbulence, but I remained undaunted. It was because I have a sense of mission. It is actually an historic mission. Although the public may have different views of me, and among members here, you may think that there's room for improvement with the SAR government that I lead, but I can say this to you, I believe I have delivered a report card that I'm not ashamed of.
1: She said she had never thought about resigning during her term because she believes that one must finish what one has started. Mrs Lam noted it's been 25 years since the establishment of the SAR. She said some have described this year as midway through one country, two systems because Beijing promised Hong Kong would remain unchanged for 50 years after the handover. But the CE said she doesn't agree with this because the central government has made it clear that there's no need to remove a system which she said is to work.
2: We are now getting back on the right track of one country, two systems. With such a good system of governance, there's no need to change. In fact, recently the central authorities also sent a similar message that there's no need to change. Of course, if we encounter any new problems, we can always make improvements.
1: Mrs Lam said the overhaul of the electoral system to ensure only patriots rule Hong Kong has made it possible for the government to implement many initiatives such as the restructuring of the administration, closer ties with Shenzhen and a retabling of a copyright amendment bill. She said the next government will have to continue efforts to solve the housing shortage, enhance the quality of education and improve people's livelihoods in bidding farewell to Leggo. Mrs Lam also thanked the central government and her family for helping her power through her term as Hong Kong's leader.
0: Health authorities have reported a 20% jump in COVID infections from the day before. Here's Kenny Hodgart. Health authorities have reported 674 new COVID infections with 332 found via PCR tests and 342 RAT positive cases which have now been confirmed by laboratory tests. That's a 20% jump from the 558 cases reported for Wednesday. Among the latest cases, 73 were imported including 38 detected among arrivals at the airport. Health authorities also reported 90 cases from 81 schools. The Centre for Health Protection has asked 25 primary students of a school in Toh Kwa Wan to stop attending classes for one week over a cluster of infections there. Three students and a teacher at one class of Po Long Kok Lam Man Chan English Primary School have tested positive for COVID-19. Legislators have passed the government's bill to abolish the MPF offsetting mechanism. From 2025, employers will no longer be allowed to use their mandatory contributions to workers' accounts to pay for redundancy and long service payments. The bill was supported by 72 members, while five voted against and 12 abstained. The Secretary for Labour and Welfare, Law Qigong, described the bill's passage as an historic moment and an important milestone in improving retirement protection for employees.
3: Looking ahead, a number of tasks remain to be done before the abolition takes effect, including planning to introduce a bill for the designated savings account scheme in the next legislative year, setting up an
0: information technology system for its operation, preparing to provide government subsidy to employers for 25 years, and conducting wild and in-depth promotion to assist employers to understand the abolition arrangements. The weather forecast, cloudy with showers and squally thunderstorms. Showers will be heavy at times. Currently 27 degrees, humidity 82%, and the thunderstorm warning is still in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. One of 27 former foster home workers charged with child abuse has pleaded guilty to assaulting a two year old boy under her care. The senior child care worker had grabbed the boy by his hair and pulled his arms and legs. Violet Wong has been following the case.
3: The Kowloon City Magistracy had that 46 year old Han Shan had grabbed the boy's hair and pulled his limbs last November when she worked at the children's residential home in Prince Edward, where 40 children were allegedly abused. The incident came to light late last year after a complaint filed by a nearby resident. The court also heard she had pushed his head against the toilet wall forcefully a month later at the facility run by the Society for the Protection of Children. Her lawyer said in mitigation that in the first incident, she was trying to stop the boy from hurting another child and in the second case, she was trying to focus his attention when using the toilet. He added she expressed regret over what happened and was willing to apologize to the boy and his family. He also said Miss Hung suffered from anxiety and depression afterwards. The court will hand down a sentence on June twenty-second after reviewing reports of the defendant's background and the suitability of imposing a community service order. Nine other defendants who appeared in court on Thursday had their cases pushed back to the eighth of July or the fourth of August. The remaining 17 defendants were due to appear in court on June 23rd, with prosecutors planning to transfer the cases to the district court.
0: Police say they've seized about $25 million worth of what they suspect is the drug ICE and arrested two men in relation to the case. Officers said they took action yesterday after becoming aware that a syndicate had stored a large amount of drugs in a Hong Han flat. They said a total of 48 kilograms of suspected methamphetamine was found in the operation after they stopped and searched a suspicious-looking man who came out of a flat. The second man, who officers believe is the mastermind of the drug syndicate, was arrested in Maung San. The government is taking back 30 private plots of land in Yunlong and Fanling, more than 1.1 hectares overall, in a bid to build nearly 1,700 subsidised flats. In a statement, the government said it had triggered the land resumption ordinance and that people will be able to move into the completed buildings in five years at the earliest. Turning overseas, there's been no let-up in the battle for the eastern Ukrainian city of Severodonetsk. The regional governor, Sergei Haidai, said street fighting is continuing, with Russian forces using heavy artillery fire, followed by attempts to break through Ukrainian lines. Moscow's UN ambassador, Vasily Nebentseya, said the attack is going as planned. I think it is progressing. The Russian uh, special military operation uh, stalled, uh, and is not progressing at the pace uh, that was uh, initially envisaged, but the progress is being made, that's clear. The head of the United Nations' nuclear watchdog says Iran is planning to disconnect 27 surveillance cameras and other monitoring equipment at its nuclear sites from today. Rafael Grossi said more than 40 cameras would continue to operate, but warned if the others were not restored within three to four weeks, it would be a fatal blow to the 2015 nuclear deal. This, uh, of course, poses a serious challenge to our ability to continue working there and to confirm the correctness of Iran's declaration under JCPOA. So, we are seeing this as being, in a certain sense, dismantled and, of course, with possible consequences. Iran's decision comes a day after the IAEA adopted a resolution criticizing it for failing to cooperate. Iran's foreign ministry said it would weaken Iran's cooperation with the IAEA. The chief of police in Paris has acknowledged that the operation to control crowds at the Champions League final between Liverpool and Real Madrid last month was a failure. Didier Lalamont was speaking at a Senate hearing. What happened around Stade de France that evening was obviously a failure. People were pushed around or attacked, even though we owed them security. It also damaged the image of France, but despite these failures, we ensured that the match was played and, above all, that there were no serious injuries or deaths. Mr Lallemont added that the late arrival of large numbers of ticketless Liverpool fans was a root cause of the scenes that followed. He added that innocent families that had been tear gassed but it had been the only way to push back the crowd a review commissioned by the british government has recommended that the age at which people can buy tobacco products in england should gradually increase by one year every year until eventually no one can buy them the legal age to buy tobacco products is currently 18 here's the bbc's jim reed The target is to get this down to 5% of the adult population. Mm -hmm. At the moment, it's roughly 13, 14%. So, what proponents of these kind of strategies would say Mm -hmm. is that you do need to catch people early. Because once
1: you get to kind of 26, 27, if you've developed a smoking habit by that point, Mm -hmm. that's where you're going to continue to have that daily habit going on. And obviously, the health implications
0: when you get older are pretty severe. Cows and sheep account for a third of our methane emissions. The global warming gas comes from manure and gastroenteric releases, or what you and I would call burping and flatulence. But now New Zealand's government has decided that its livestock farmers need to be taxed for those gases, and it makes the country the first in the world to introduce such a charge. Lily Wallenberg, who's an emissions expert at the Gund Institute for Environment at the University of Vermont, gave her thoughts on the plan.
4: So I think the level that they are proposing does not go far enough, given New Zealand's own emissions targets and also global targets. Um, They have compromised by trying to achieve something that they see as realistic, um, but that is not going to serve the climate. My understanding is that by 2030, they would like to reduce by 4.5%. And I understand that New Zealand's target is a 10% reduction in methane by 2030. Uh, We also know that overall New Zealand is seeking to reduce emissions by 50% by 2030. And globally, uh, in order to reach net zero by 2050, Methane is going to be one of the most important greenhouse gases to reduce. And, and so the livestock sector has to pull its weight like everybody else and can't expect that other sectors will compensate for their emissions.
0: The remains of one of Europe's biggest land-based predatory dinosaurs have been found on the Isle of Wight, just off the south coast of England. More details from the BBC's Duncan Kennedy. The two-legged crocodile-faced creature probably weighed several tons. One of the scientists who found it described it as a giant killer. The scientists think the creature would have stalked lagoonal waters and sand flats in search of food. It's not known why this particular dinosaur died, but the team found marks on the remains, suggesting that it was later consumed by the larvae of bone-eating beetles. To sports and we go first to the NBA Finals where Jalen Brown scored 27 points, Jason Tatum added 26 and Marcus Smart had 24 to propel the Boston Celtics to a 116-100 victory over the Golden State Warriors and a 2-1 lead in the best of seven series. The Celtics, who were led who led by as many as 18 in the first half at TD Garden, weathered another third-quarter surge from the Warriors, who briefly took a one-point lead, only for Boston to pull away late for the convincing win. The Celtics, seeking a record 18th NBA title, host Game 4 on Saturday morning. Tatum says support by home fans will be key again.
4: You know, I feel like it's been a while since we played in this building, so I'm uh, happy to get a win in front of the crowd. You know, they've... You know, been so great for us throughout the playoffs and our season and, you know, throughout my career, um, you know. So it was great to get a win, for, you know, for them and you know, we're going to need them on Friday as well.
0: Six-time major champion Phil Mickelson says he deserves a place on the PGA Tour despite his decision to join the breakaway Live Golf Invitational. The new Saudi-funded event got underway today at the Centurion Club near London. I've received
3: a lot from the PJ Tour. I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful for everything the PJ Tour and the game of golf has provided for me and my family. I've also worked really hard to contribute and try to build and add value to the tour during my time there. And I worked really hard to earn a lifetime exemption. And um, I don't want to give that up. I don't believe I should have to.
0: Rory McIlroy turned down the offer to join the lucrative Saudi-funded golf series. Speaking ahead of the PGA Tours Canadian Open, the Irishman said it was the right decision for him. Any decision that you make in your life that's purely for money usually doesn't end up going the right way. Obviously money is a deciding factor in a lot of things in
3: this world, but if it's purely for money, it's not. it never seems to go the way you want it to.
0: And a reminder of our top story, outgoing chief executive Carrie Land delivers a final report card to LegCo that she says she's not ashamed of. The news from RTHK.
3: Ever since he touched my hand, I knew.
1: It's so the one song that probably most people remember Little Peggy March for, but she did do a lot more than that, especially in Europe, they liked her quite a lot. Song there, taking us back into the early 60s and I Will Follow Him. An interesting story about that by the way. That her success came with a few problems. She was a minor, and the Cuban Law prevented her parents from managing her money. So the responsibility was passed on her manager. It was then discovered some years later that he'd blown all the money. He left her with just five hundred US dollars. How sad is that? Anyway, second hour on this Thursday night dying embers thereof edging our way towards Friday of course and our sentimental journey at five past midnight if you'd like a song tonight the email address is the same radio at gmail always a pleasure to hear from you as we play you a good old soul track from Lou Wolf.
0: you'll never find as long as you live someone who loves you No matter where you search.